Well, hello there. It's another weekend update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy Saturday to you. Hope everything is going well for you today. Boy, I'll tell you what, we're down the final week of September. Yeah. And then it kind of goes, I guess you're, you're, you know, the end of September beach baby. You're going to have to get rid of her uh, next weekend. You know, I, I wear, I wear Bermuda shorts all the time in the summertime around around my hacienda here and uh mm-hmm. but uh, it's getting a little chilly now you know you walk outside like yesterday i was sitting outside and uh there was a cool breeze so uh i think i'll be retiring them shortly for my my winter attire or my fall attire at least you know uh, now i know the name bermuda shorts you know bermuda but yes. uh, do, do they still make those you know call them that i mean they make no, them shorts they but... call them cargo shorts they call them Shorts, they call them a lot of things other than Bermuda shorts. I'm actually dating myself by calling them Bermuda shorts, but you know, when you're my age, I'm the only one that'll date me. So <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, Jim, you really ought to do something nice and take yourself out to a nice dinner, some wine, and yeah. Uh, hey, you, I, know. you know, before we go on, we should maybe we should pause for a second and remind people. Be some people listen to the beginning of the show and. They get distracted and they don't get to hear the end of the show. Mm-hmm. If you would do us a big favor, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we have some email addresses. Bill's going to give them to you in a second. And um, we'd like you just to take a moment to send us a quick email from wherever you are. We're trying to figure out uh, the reach. I mean, we know we have thousands of people listening, which is a Wonderful peop- a wonderful feeling. We, we thank see you. the numbers. Yeah. yeah, we thank you very, very much for being out there and listening on a regular basis. I mean, every day our listenership seems to be growing. But mm-hmm. what we'd like to do, because, you know, people listen to us everywhere. They listen in the car. They listen to us when they're mowing their lawn. They listen to us at their office. Or maybe they're teachers and they listen to us on their lunch break while they're uh, eating their sandwich in the teacher's room or something. There's a lot of different places where people are listening. And, uh, but if you would take a moment, just a moment, and, and send us, you don't even have to write a note. It'd be nice to get a little yeah, note Yeah, it's you. always nice to get the notes, even if it's just one, hey, keep up the good work, love you guys, stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, you know what? And when you send the email, you don't even have to lick it and put a stamp on it. We've taken care of all of that. We paid the postage. Yeah, that's right. true. So, um, <laughs> so I like speak. that. That's very good. Um, if you take a moment and do that, we'd really appreciate it. We have three email addresses that you can use. So if you forget one, you probably will remember one of the other two. Yeah, and uh, they it's, are, it's, Bill? Yeah, it's the trifecta. Anyway, it's uh, mail at itsanotherday.com. That's M-A-I-L, like you know, in postal mail. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Then there's mail at Jim and Bill. Dot com. That's yeah. and Jim and Bill dot com. And then there's Jim and Bill at mail dot com. So those yeah. two are reversible either way. We just went through, was checking all that email. We got to cipher through all of that at the end of the show because I can't do it while we're doing the show. Well, I could, but <laughs> you distracted. Then it would be the Jim and uh, the other distracted yeah. guy show. <laughs> exactly. So that's out of the way. But if you take a moment and do that, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, a lot of things going on. You know, I, I can't help but uh, start the program off by pointing to the border again. It's just, it's we're, we're really overwhelmed down there now. I mean, we were overwhelmed a year ago, but now apparently it is an invasion, an all-out invasion. Yeah. 
I mean, thousands and thousands of people. The people of Eagle Pass, mm-hmm. um, they uh, are just, I guess they've got twice the number of the regular residents uh, who, who have come in in the last, like, five days. Right. You know, the one thing that I hate, and, and, and I'm going to just say it flat out, I hate mm-hmm. about the left, and that means everybody on the left, because it's not, they know Joe is not a good president. They know this, but it's not about Joe and that. No. It's, it's part of ticks. And, you know, they, they have no problem posting nasty memes. And but if if somebody posts a meme because they go, hey, this is funny, it's just funny. Yeah. Um, boy, you're you're a terrible person. I.e., I went to the page that has all the dirty memes out there because the the meme of the alligators, you know, in the river to to combat the uh, the illegals coming over. That was a democratic meme site, by the way, friends. Just so you know, it was a left thing. And they love memes. Well, and do you remember? Things. Do you remember when they were complaining about Trump putting uh, the illegals in in these cages? And we found out later on it really was Obama who did that back yeah, in 2014. But well, you know, Joe's doing it now, and nobody's talking about it. Right. Well, this meme thing that I'm getting to is the simple fact that uh, there was a meme of alligators in the moat so to speak in the river crossing with the border wall yeah and trump going you know kind of looking the picture that they posted and they made a meme about it and uh that that's there but there was a meme that i guess he may have posted on a social yeah it's kind of funny you know mm-hmm. all right so all of a sudden all the news stories are out there saying trump is suggesting that they have alligators to eat the kids and the people well, he Bill, didn't suggest Bill. that, and then they came back to fact check. You remember it. when they were telling people when he he was talking about uh, a, a cure for uh, COVID early on at a press conference, and he he just sort of laughingly threw out um, what was it Clorox? Not it was something that you you knew on the surface when you saw him say it. He was just throwing. The suggestion bleach, out. yeah, yeah bleach. basically bleach. Yeah. It's Clorox. Yeah, it was bleach it, is Clorox. It, it was a joke. I say a joke. He was he wasn't being serious. The media, the media jumped on that like uh, Jaws on a victim. You know, it's Jaws from the movie Jaws, the shark, like Jaws uh, on a victim. It was amazing. Well, on the meme thing about that. I didn't see the thing that he posted. They, they even the fact checkers came back and said, "No, he never said that." But they didn't put the red X there. They wanted yeah. to sit there and leave that open to interpretation. But yet, there are there were at least forty uh, memes that were attack memes against the right. Now, when you go to you know, so they 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 like to sit there and cast their their venom and negativity yeah. and their guilt. On the other side, it's not about Trump. It's not about uh, anything like that. Uh, actually, it's about going after uh, what they consider a threat to their party and their greed and grasp for power. So if we're in the way, everything is going to be negative cast upon us. It doesn't matter how good of a person you are, uh, i.e. the COVID thing, you know, the, the bleach. You know, when you go to hospitals, you know, they use the bleach to clean and disinfect. As a matter of fact, 
if you sit there and have an IV pick line in your arm for, let's say, some kind of uh, operation, and they go, yeah, okay, we got to flush out the line, um, ask the nurse to take a look at what they're using to flush out the line. By gosh, it's got bleach in it. It's a very small amount, but it's got bleach in it that you're injecting into your body to sit there and clean out that line and clean out everything. If you go and have MRSA, you know, the, the stuff that they give you mm-hmm. is bleach with water in it. And now you think that when you're sitting there with an open wound and they're using that, that, that stuff on it, that it doesn't get into your skin. It does. It gets into your bloodstream. It's bleach friends. So, well, I, I, I can't, I, I, I will defer to your expertise. I don't know about stuff like that, about whether it's actually, you know, used medically. It wouldn't surprise me because a lot of stuff, you know, uh, crosses over, you know, and, and they would tell you, I'm sure medically that they probably have another name for it. They probably have a medical name for what they're using. And they it prob- does. And it probably is just like a minuscule amount in, in the solution. 0.025%. Well, there you I go. I know this because I, I had injured my foot. And, yeah. and I basically, I was... You know, climbing up a mountain and rocks and whatnot, you don't need to know the gory yeah. details. But I, I, you know, cut it open pretty bad. And it got infection in the bone. All right. So I had to sit there and do the IV pick. I know exactly. And they put an antibiotic in to make sure that nothing bad happens. And I'm going, okay, so we put that stuff in. So you're, yeah, saying, we got a flush. you're saying a quarter of a percent. Yeah. 0.025%. Yeah. So that, that is what is in, you know, probably a little 16-ounce bottle. And, you know, you would clean the area, what was in the, the, little, the little thing mm-hmm. to flush the line. Well, that bleach in it, you know. Well, you know, Trump, you know Trump said it, and he, but he said it casually. It wasn't like a definitive medical advice. It was just, he was just throwing something out there. I saw, him, I saw him do it, and the media just jumped all over him. So. Well, take your vitamins, take your vitamins. No, get the shot to cure uh, to uh, cure COVID. Do you know vitamin D actually helps you fight off the virus? If you have a vitamin D deficiency, you are more prone to getting the virus and becoming very Boy, Ill. they're pushing that shot again now. I see all, even on ads for pharmacies saying, stop by, get your flu shot and your COVID shot at the same time. It's a two and one, you know. <laughs> yeah, but they don't want to. They don't want to tell you that you know there are natural ways out there to fight this virus, because they don't make any money from vitamin D. And they you, make money from their stupid shot, and it might kill you. Know, you and, and they don't tell you about the fact that the COVID shot may give you myocarditis. And you remember early on when these cases started to to uh, be shown, you know, the myocarditis cases. Uh, Young people were collapsing on football fields, basketball courts, things like that. And Mm. if you made the correlation between the shot and the myocarditis, they would deplatform you. They would would take you out in the public square and uh, really chastise you for for even mentioning uh, the relationship. But now, now, this past week... Fauci was on television, and if you listen carefully, you're going to hear him admit that there's a correlation between the shot and myocarditis. Listen. 
again, we have experience with this type of vaccine in billions of people. It's a safe vaccine. Of course, with the mRNA, there's a very, very, very low risk, particularly in young men, of getting a myocarditis. But if you look at the risk of myocarditis from COVID itself is greater than the risk of the vaccine. Isn't that amazing? Do you remember, Bill, during the COVID uh, whole, the whole COVID thing, uh, if you mentioned the correlation between myocarditis and the COVID vaccine, uh, they would just tear you apart. They would yank your post down if you posted yeah. it on uh, social media because you were spewing um, f- fake news is yep. what it was. It was a fake post and you're spreading lies. And there he is casually throwing it out there like we all know. Amazing. Um, so what do you think is going to happen? I mean, has America picked up yet on the fact that, you know, this whole thing is a scam? I'd like you to know. say yes, they have. But I have friends, even family members, who uh, they kind of agree with us. But yet I think they're going to get the shot, some of them, you know. And and I, you cannot... You cannot persuade some people if their mind is made up that this is the right thing. You know, you, you just pray to God everything works out. I mean, because because you're essentially playing a, a game of Russian roulette with your life. You, you know, he you heard the figures from Fauci. What do he say? Uh, he, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it again. Listen to the figure he throws right. out. Again, we have experience with this type of vaccine in billions of people. It's a safe vaccine. Of course, with the mRNA, there's a very, very, very low risk, particularly in young men, of getting a myocarditis. But if you look at the risk of myocarditis from COVID itself is greater than the risk of the vaccine. Okay, so he doesn't mention the figure. I thought he did. No, but, uh, no. It's but, well, billions and billions and very, 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 very you know, little. It's a non-specific thing there. I cannot believe how many stories we've read over the past year where a healthy young athlete falls over and collapses on a soccer field, on a basketball right. court, a football field. Uh, of course, we know about the uh, the Buffalo Bills player who on Monday Night Football who collapsed on camera. Fortunately, they brought him back. I think he's even playing now. But, this, you know, if he didn't have the best medical people in the area on site to rescue him, he would have been one of those statistics, too. Well, I'll ask you this. I mean, because he's basically saying the numbers are negligible. All right. What are the odds that a negligible number, when you're talking about an athlete in the limelight, you know, uh, he is a negligible account of the human population, even though he's on TV. Him being the one in the world of negligible people to die. And then another one like him in that world of negligible people also dies. And another one, well, and mean, another one, Listen, and another one. I see high school kids, great athletes, in the best physical shape of their life. So they're lying about the numbers and what's negligible and what's not neg- negligible. It's it, The point is, is that they don't want to give that number because if they do that, even if it was 5%, at what point in time do you draw the line? And that what they're not telling you this time around, but apparently this vaccine they're coming out with now 
ha- it's a slightly different vaccine. They've made some adjustments to it. What are the adjustments? How have they modified this vaccine? What is it going to do to other people? You know, what, what, what are we talking about here? Uh, you know, we don't know the side effects of this vaccine. It's mRNA. It, supposedly, it modifies the DNA of people. Yeah. If that's the case. Do you case, want your DNA mo- modified? And you know what? Here, Here's a thought for you. When did uh, we start taking the vaccine? About, uh, I'd say, nine months after we were hit with the COVID virus. All right. No, I'm not going to, you know, the, the LGBTQ. 2020. The LGBTQ community has been growing and has been out there. Maybe maybe not a big, significant number, but it's been out there. But then you have the transgender population. And, you know, there were people that might have been confused and thought that, but it was not even a percent. Now, all of a sudden, it is this big, massive number that's in the news. Um, I don't know. When did that start really rearing its head? Some people would say that. That's a stretch, but who knows? Who knows it how could it could be a stretch, but who, all well, of a sudden, who, who knows how it affects people? Well, we don't know how it affects your your mind, your brain. Uh, I mean, what do they say? Forty percent of the people who uh, are freshmen at Brown University identify as being transgender. I mean, forty percent at Brown University. That wouldn't have been the case five years ago. Look, well, I, I think they're trying to uh, look. They're they're dividing this as a people for only one obvious reason because they want to divide us up into groups, and that way they can control and conquer. And then they have control of these different groups, and they can they can get them out of the way when they they so desire. Do you think that they care about transgender people? Really care about no, transgender Bill, people? No, they they care about conflict. They want us to be at each other's throats. They want us to be thinking about these things. They they are distractions to a certain extent. They are distractions. They are trying to get you to not pay attention to the important things that are being done to our country. I'm talking Mm. about the border. Trust me, there will be a crisis soon that will take our attention away from the border again. They don't want us looking at what's happening on the border. The border... The border is going to become such well, a the, big it crisis. Is, it, is a, it is a disaster. It is a it is a damn disaster. There's no way of getting around it. And these guys right. are are doing it intentionally. Don't ever let them tell you that it's an accident. What's happening now? I actually heard Biden blame Trump for what's happening on the border now. The audacity yeah. of these people. The audacity of this guy to, to to talk about the crisis on the border having been Trump's fault. Trump had miles of border wall going up. He had the lowest numbers of crossers uh, in decades, and yet this clown in D.C. Uh, is telling everybody that he thinks it's it's Trump's fault. But then again, he also said yesterday that actually it was planned. It, what's happening on the border is planned. We need to have more uh, people into our country. I mean, this this guy can't make up his mind. Well, there was uh, there were there were charts and whatnot. Oh gosh, it goes back to the Clinton administration, where they were talking about importing people into the United States. We need these people because we need workers. We, there was a there was a goal that goes back before Clinton to 
bring a certain population and basically uh, we were going to triple in size. Now, why? Why do we need to do that? What is the significance of it? They, they, Unless, it's, it's, it's pure and simple. They need more voters. They need more voters. voters to hold the power, and they then and they got to divide and conquer us. But you know they're talking out of both sides of their mouth or their butts because you know yeah we got to grow the population that's over here but over here we're going we got too many people I mean we're going to have to eliminate the world population make up your freaking minds what you want to do because well, obviously you've if got you the power are to walking the picket line at the UAW right now be very concerned with what's happening on the border. And, and by the people who are fostering this activity, uh, it, it's being done by the Democrat Party, the party that m- normally the UAW workers endorse. It's being done by your guys, and they are going to get illegal workers into the country. And where are they going to go for jobs? They're going to go to places like the auto companies. They're going to tr- they're going to undersell you, underbid you for uh, uh, an hourly wage. Don't trust me. They will break the union. It'll be a disaster. You you better start thinking about uh, what you're who you're voting for, and 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 think about the people that are asking for your endorsement because they are disingenuous. They are right now working to undermine you and your job and your family. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, this is this is a uh, this is a disaster. Where, and by the way, if you're living in a little town in the most isolated place, these people are coming to you too. It used to be that they were just going to the border towns, then the border states. Well, not anymore. They're spreading the misery around the country. They want everybody everywhere to feel the pain of what they're doing at the border. So it's going to be in your town. You're going to be affected. You're paying how many how many dollars for taxes for schools? Well, expect to pay more because you're going to have to pay for the kids of these people who are coming into town. I mean, they have mm-hmm. to learn English, so you need more English teachers or maybe they'll they'll uh, make your kids learn sp- more Spanish. I was just going to say why do they have to learn English when we could just learn for them learn Spanish because that's what you're going to have to do. You might want to do that anyway because you know it seems to be, you know, before I never cared about what people were saying around me and if they wanted to start speaking in a foreign tongue, I I you know, I'm going like, okay, so what? I don't care. I'm going to go about my business. But now, you know, when they sit there and they stare at you and they talk in a foreign language, you sit there and go, okay, what are they up to? You know, I usually walk away because I don't want to, I figure they're up to no good. And that's pretty sad that you have to sit there and judge people I'm old-fashioned, okay? I'm old-fashioned. The Italians who came here in the uh, early 20th 20th century, they, they took pride in the fact that they learned the language. The Spanish who came in the early 20th century. They learned the language. Everybody who came across legally back in those times were proud of the fact that they, to become an American, you had to make some modifications to your life. But nowadays, no, no, no. Everything is to accommodate the person coming into the country. You know, don't worry about learning English. So we'll, we'll start doing all of our instructions and all of our commercials. How many commercials have you seen on TV recently? They're all Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, I'll see a commercial for a, a product that I recognize. 
on a regular commercial station, and it's Spanish. And I'll think, you've got to be kidding me. I, I mean, I don't understand this, but this is where they're going, folks. Don't be surprised if down the road every other commercial you see is is uh, in Spanish. Or maybe all the whole commercial break will be in Spanish. Uh, because, well, you know, how is that fair? I mean, now there's a lot of Hispanic people here, but uh, I, I see uh, a lot of other nationalities. Why aren't we doing it, Chinese? It, it isn't. Although I have to tell you, I did see instructions for a product, and it was the basic instructions were in like six different languages, including Chinese. So uh, it, it's getting kind of crazy, folks. And we're also getting to a point, you know, we used to watch TV commercials, and the, I'm a big guy, folks. I got to lose weight. I mean, I'm, but I'm an old guy. I mean, I used to, when I, was, when I was a younger man, I was in pretty good shape. But, you know, what can I say? You get older, you get floppier, lazier. You know, it's just, it's just the way it is. But you, you like to look to commercials and see the best of us, the prettiest, the strongest. You, you just kind of like to see it. Forget nationalities. Forget race. I'm just talking about the look of now. Hey, good looking is good looking. Yeah, but now they're showing, for example, the lead of one of the commercials I saw recently for a major product was a, a ter- an overweight woman. I mean, I mean, grossly overweight. Okay, somebody who would need to go on a diet, and I was thinking, they've they've lowered their standards. They used to be that the 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 lead character for a product was attractive. It made you want to see the commercial. It made you want to look at that person and the product they were holding. But not anymore, you know. I mean, nowadays, the woke left is destroying. Everything that we have going on in our country. Yeah. And well, you know what? If you don't have anything to aspire to, it's almost like they're fattening up the herd before the slaughter. Well, you know, I'll, I'll I mean, tell you, you know, if you start to think that, hey, it's okay to be, it's okay to be fat. I mean, look at, I, I, I've been thin, I've been fat. And when I've been fat, okay, I, I've, I've said I've got to lose weight. I want to lose weight. But if, if they make it normal to be fat, will you want to lose weight anymore? If they make it so that you think that it's attractive to be heavy, it's not healthy for you to be, to be heavy, right? I mean, it's, we all will agree. But if you think it's okay, everything you see on TV is, uh, you know, is chunky, then, um, you know, we, we're gonna, there's a lot to be said. Maybe they are fattening up the herd. You know, they do want to, we do know that the people like Bill Gates want to see a population, worldwide population of 550 million people. We have 330 million in our country right now. There are billions of people, I think 6 billion, 8 billion people in the world. There's a lot of people that got to be thinned out. So maybe this is part of their plan. I don't know. Could be. Uh, I don't know. I say, you know, getting, uh, watching the news, listening to the news is a very depressing thing. Now, you know, the news has always seemed negative towards the right. And it just uh, it seemed like the world is, you know, passing us by and turning very woke, taking a sharp left turn. And then it just seemed like for a couple of weeks, things were starting to turn back the other way and get to the center ground. And then when that happens, all of a sudden, the woke just do a hard jerk to the left again. And there we go off the rails again. And I, you know, I'm, I, I believe that because 
A lot of people are passive in how they look at things. You know, we're going to slowly slip. Actually, we're slipping pretty fast to the extreme left. And, you know, what what you're saying, oh, that'll never happen, that'll never happen. It's happening. It's happening right now. I had this conversation at the gun shop the other day, you know, and about how they're, you know. You the went into amendment. a gun shop? Yes, My I did. God. Boy, if Joe Biden knew that, you, you'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, you know, well, the, it came up about, uh, you know, buying things and, you know, and, and gun laws and whatnot. But, you know, in New York, now if you buy ammunition, you have to do a background check to buy your ammunition. And you, you can only buy three boxes and that's it. You know what he said yesterday about, yesterday about guns? You know what? what Biden said yesterday about guns? What do you say? Listen to this. I'm not going to be quiet until we get it done. It's time again to ban assault weapons. I if you need 80 shots in a magazine, you shouldn't own a gun. If you need 80 shots in a magazine, you shouldn't own a gun, is what he said. First of all, it's so a you big magazine. A that's a big magazine, 80 shots. Um, I mean, I have, you know, I've seen 25 rounds in a clip, you know. Um, you could I guess you could, I guess you could get a, a uh, what do they call it, a canister kind of uh, thing where you have 80 shots. Yeah. But, well, actually, you get them in uh, 50, 100, 150. I think there's one that even does 300. But let me tell you something. Oh, don't tell you know, Joe. No, he knows. He knows damn good and well. Like he sat there and said, "You know, they talk about that that pistol gun. Number one, the the barrel is not long enough to be considered a rifle, so it's a pistol. Mm-hmm. Number two, it is made like a pistol, but you can take the back butt stock off and put on the thing where it goes on the shoulder, so you can go out and hunt with it, target shoot, whatever. Now he will sit there and explain to you that butt will makes that a machine gun." No, it does not. Now, no. a semi-automatic gun, you still got to go click, 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 that's click. That's a semi-automatic, right. Yep. That, yeah, and that's what it does. You know, it just it kicks out the one shell, kicks in the new. Now, it's not an automatic gun. And let me tell you something. Let's say you have that 300-round thing, all right? And you sit there and go, yeah, I got me a, I got me an automatic machine gun no, here. No, no. Okay, you can shoot it in single mode or automatic, but you're going to shoot that whole canister in. in well, you can't shoot, shoot all your ammunition. You, you, you can't shoot it. You can't buy an auto, uh, an automatic weapon like that. You, no, you, know. you can convert. I think yeah, it's I don't illegal. Know. It's illegal to convert it. Uh, you know, in most states, I think in all states, uh, you can have an automatic weapon. Well, you fire individually, bang, 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 bang. And, you know, it's if you have a fast finger, you can get a lot of rounds off uh, in, in a quick quick period of time. Well, but, my point is, you got the machine gun. It's useless because you're going, oh, you can kill a lot of people. Well, A, it's not about killing people. And B, having that many shots, you can sit there and hold that finger down for, uh, you know, 20 seconds. You fired off all your rounds. You know, in, You're done. in, in the Civil War, uh, a good Civil War soldier could uh, load and fire three rounds per minute. Right. That's pretty decent when you think about it. Three rounds per minute. He, what he had to do is he had to, th- he had to dump the powder into the barrel and, p- and plunge it. He had to put the 
shot the mini ball down the barrel and plunge it. Uh, I mean, there was a whole process to loading a weapon back then. Right. Uh, but he still could get three rounds off a minute, a good soldier. And mm. uh, would, would Biden want to uh, ban the use of three rounds a minute? I mean, these people are not satisfied. Assault weapons are, like Bill said, weapons that were used in the military. Uh, an M-16 is essentially an AR-15, but the AR-15 is modified so it only fires, you have to pull each trigger to fire each round. Right. Whereas uh, on an M-16, uh, you can click it over to automatic and fire 18 bullets in 1.3 seconds. I know that because I learned that when I was in the service, and they drilled it into our head. 18 bullets in 1.3 seconds. That's a lot of bullets to waste. Like Bill said, you fire 18 bullets, uh, you, you got an empty clip. Now what? Yeah, in 10 seconds, you fired off 180 rounds. Uh, and so that means out of that 300, if you have that big canister, well, that means in 20 seconds, you're done. You're spent. And your you barrel your barrel is hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, yeah. Uh, all I can tell you, folks. Throw that gun away. They just want your guns. They don't want assault weapons. They'll never be satisfied. Uh, trust me, if they do get the AR-15s and those assault weapons they're talking about, the next thing they're going to look for are the automatic pistols, uh, mm -hmm. the the uh, Glocks and the Colts and the Smith & Wessons and the Walthers. All those weapons, they'll be scoffing those up too because they'll never be satisfied. The only way they'll be satisfied is is when they have all of your guns. When they have all of your guns, the First and Second Amendment are basically out the window. The, the, the amendments that gave us our right to sit there and make sure that we never had an oppressive government. But once they take that away, then they're no longer afraid of us. You know, as... as yep. uh, as, uh, I think it was Hiro, Hirohito said. No, not Hirohito. It was... Uh, a Japanese, a Japanese general once said, uh, and I can't think of which one it was, but it was during World War II, I'm afraid that we've awakened a monster because behind every blade of grass in America is a weapon, is a gun. Yeah, and that was the intent, is that nobody would mess with us. What was it? Uh, Millie the other day says, well, we're the guys with all the guns, meaning... The generals and whatnot. Yeah, he's in the news too, that sack of whatever. Uh, but that's what they want it to be. Only the people in power will have the guns. Well, if they're the only ones that have the guns, who's going to protect, you know, the the loyal flock here, the crowd? They are? Mm. Or are they going to dictate to us what they want us to do because they have all the controls in? You know, one more thing about the uh, illegals. I wanted to point out that uh, Griff Jenkins of Fox, he mm -hmm. tweeted today that there were now three confirmed cases of tuberculosis among the illegal immigrants in the El Paso sector. Nice. Yeah. We, we've gotten rid of tuberculosis in this, this country, but not anymore because we don't know who we're bringing into the country. Those are the three they caught, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, and if somebody in your family gets it, uh, it's not just them. It's, uh, you know, now everybody's been exposed to it in your household. Yeah. I mean, tuberculosis, do you remember they used to have, you probably have seen them, pictures of them, 
They used to have mm -hmm. iron lungs. They were like big tubes that the people who had TB would be placed into because they would help you breathe. It would right. change the atmosphere, make it easier for people to to breathe. And uh, but yeah, they had to spend hours in this tube because they had tuberculosis. Most people back in the late uh, 19th century, uh, early 20th, they died from TB. They just yeah. simply died, young people. And now again, we have three people coming in that they've found. How about all the people, like Bill said, that were around these victims? Uh, yeah, you may not get it, but you 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 could be the carrier, and that's uh, you know that's how diseases work. You know they they show that number. You see it in the movies all 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 the time, where you got you got one that has it exposes. Now you got two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty two, and and then plus the people that they ran into, that doubling effect actually sits there and just, you know, goes crazy. And that's theoretically what went on with COVID too, that it got out with one person and then just went wild. Hey, another thing uh, that uh, happened, I guess, the last couple of days, out of the clear blue sky, all of a sudden, the top of the news is the story about uh, – the senator from New Jersey, uh, Senator Menendez. Have you heard about uh, this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now even the governor of New Jersey, Murphy, is trying to uh, get this guy to step down from his position because it's a distraction. Uh, Bob Menendez, who's had other problems in his life. You know, he was, I think, caught down on one of the uh, islands uh, vacationing with uh, a bunch of young women. Uh, it, it was obviously, uh, a, a, you know, a, <laughs> it was a social get together. Let's just put it that way. He was with a bunch of people who I guess weren't his, his wife, but now at least in this situation, they've not only indicted Menendez, but they've indicted his wife too. So it is now a, a family affair. It's uh, a family affair. Yeah. They, they actually said that, uh, I guess he is accused of taking money and gold bars, Bill. Gold bars. They found gold bars. I, I, that's an interesting way to get uh, your your stuff. But what I find so hypocritical about this thing is they're going after Menendez. But who's the real thief that's being ignored right now? We're going to make Menendez the sacrificial lamb here. We're going to go after him for maybe taking a, a little bit of graft when the king of graft, the all-time champion of graft sits behind, you know, in the Oval Office, uh, in the in the president's chair. I mean, this guy Biden is the king. He invented ways to get graft, uh, yeah. and, you know, pass it around the family, make everybody in the family a millionaire, young and old. Let them all get a million. Here's a million for you, a million for you. You know, but just we got to keep it away from me because I'm the politician and I can't take this stuff. I mean, this guy is is unbelievable. Biden um, also, you know, besides uh, coming out against guns yesterday, he was at another he was another another uh, banquet. Uh, right. It was the Hispanic uh, Hispanic Caucus, Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Right. I want you to hear what he says at the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Lessons based on the Gospel of Matthew. Feed the hungry, care for the sick, 
welcome strangers. They echo what my dad taught me, and I mean this sincerely. My dad used to say, everyone, everyone is entitled to be treated with dignity and respect. The Congressional Black Caucus embodies all those values. Just think of the work we've done together on civil rights. Did, did, you, did you catch what he said, Bill? You may have missed it because it's uh, kind of lost in his mumbling. But he said the Congressional Black Caucus is an example of that. Now, mind you, he's speaking at the Congressional Hispanic Caucus, right? right? But yeah, he got he, confused. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. But did he go back and correct it? Because I he didn't, didn't know it. what he was saying. He doesn't know what he's ever saying. Hell, the other day he was doing a time, it might have been that place, but where he sat there and repeated a story twice because he forgot. You know, so he repeated his story. You know, these 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 things float in his brain. Oh, there's something. And he grabs it, and then, uh, you know, his spokesperson, yeah. Kareen KGP, uh, came back and said, oh, well, he repeated it because... He was passionate. Well, she says, sometimes I repeat stuff up here. Oh, Kareem, we know. Well, you know, that, now that's interesting because Joe repeats himself all the time. Now Kamala's repeating herself all the time and stumbling around. And Kareem's doing it, too. Is it something in the water at the White House? Could be. Who knows? Uh, he also, uh, at one of his speeches yesterday, he was talking about immigration. And all of a sudden, the truth sort of came out where he talked about uh, he talked about what was happening on the border and how it might be intentional. Listen. Piece of legislation I introduced. On my first day in office, I sent an immigration reform bill to the Congress. One that recognized immigrants' contributions to this country provides a pathway to citizenship for dreamers, temporary status holders, farm workers, and others. We need our colleagues to act. For decades, immigration reform had been a bipartisan in this country. Unfortunately, the mega Republican congressman of my predecessor spent four years gutting the immigration system under my Unbelievable. Predecessor. They continue to undermine our border security today, blocking bipartisan reform. So until Congress acts, I'm going to keep using every tool at my disposal as President of the United States to preserve and protect DACA, keep fighting. This guy is just uh, shameless. <laughs> he really you know, somebody's got to go back into the archives because I'm sure they got it. You know, he is a racist, has been a racist. He's a liar, and he's been caught in lies. And, you know, if, if the Republicans have got any cojones, they need to make Joe own up to what he is yeah. and because people have forgotten, and that's how he gets away with everything. Yep. And he's basically telling on his past. He is a racist. So let's go ahead and find those things that he said and put them out there in the public light and repeat them over and over and over again. Every lie that he's told. Yeah, but Bill, that would be over and over again. That would be uh, an honest effort on the part of mainstream media to do that. And they're not going to mainstream media. They're not going to dance around them, you know, because they're 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 in on it, too. They cover every and even when they know it's a lie. I know they sit there and they cover for it. Why? What's in it for you? What do you think you're going to accomplish? Do you think that we are going to sit there and go to, you know, this euphoric world where everything is is all happy and we all get along? Hell no. There's no such thing. And if you look where he came, he can't build euphoria. He just admitted, by the way, he just admitted 
that he wants to he wants to make the DACA people, the uh, people who are illegal in the country, he wants them to have a pathway to citizenship. He he admitted that he wants them to be able to vote. You know, it, yeah. it, at some point, uh, some Congress has got to wake up. I mean, you know, Congress is full of uh, huff and puff, but they have no teeth. You know, it's it's like they, they talk about what they're going to do. We're going to have a hearing on this, and we're going to have people testify, and we're going to get down to the real nitty-gritty and find out what's going on. That's all well and good. But if you don't do something to change the problem, if you just talk, then well, what me, good are you? Well, exactly. But, you know, before the Congress got in, Having no knowledge of what the Congress would do, the Democrats predicted what the Republican Congress would do, and now the news is here reporting that that's exactly what the Republican Congress is doing. My point is, you know, they said what they wanted this Congress to be guilty of, and before they even got started, they started spewing the negative stories, and at some point in time, you fall victim to what that they are casting upon you. In other words... They were they were working on dividing this Congress before it ever took hold. Yeah, and now um, I'm not saying that they are doing a good job, but I'm not saying it's all them that's doing the bad job. It's you know Pelosi did a lot of things that were really we know that you know she and Schumer and Chip they had their little meeting three days before the January sixth. We know now that Trump didn't do anything. He didn't do anything at all, but we knew that before that she did it. But, you know, she's done a lot of things illegal. She's done nothing for you, the American But she's had no consequences for what she's done wrong. She's had no consequences. Well, yes, she has. She has had consequences. She's gotten very rich by being— But in the meantime, people who uh, uh, were just walking around the Capitol— have now they're going to jail for like 15, 17, 22 years. I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem fair because it isn't fair. Another thing that happened uh, this week, you probably heard that Zelensky was in town. Well, yeah. uh, he was out there, you know, hat in hand uh, in Washington trying to get more money. And of course, you know, we're in the middle of a financial crisis right now. We have till the 30th. So we have essentially another week. And after that, if we don't have some kind of a deal, we are going to have no money, and the the country is essentially going to shut down. There will be certain things that will keep running, but for the most part, uh, non-essential things will not get funded. Uh, but that doesn't bother Zelensky because uh, Zelensky was in Washington. He The people of the Pentagon said, uh, don't worry, Volodymyr, uh, you and uh, the Ukraine is exempted from any shutdown. You'll get your funds no matter what. Now, the American people may not get their roads repaired or bridges fixed, or they may not get the rails on Amtrak improved because there's no funding for them. But trust me, Voldemir, you'll get every penny that is promised because that's what we do here in Washington. We take care of our special interests, and you, sir, are a special interest. You know what I've learned from all of this? That uh, the we don't need to pay our taxes. We don't need to go to work. We don't need to do anything because money here is worthless. It, we don't need money because mm-hmm. where is all this money coming from 
that Joe keeps giving away. And how many trillion dollars in debt are we? Who are we in debt to? Where, you know, in other words, you know. Well, when I was, there and, Bill, I remember distinctly like 30 years ago being told, oh, we're going to be $3 trillion in debt. What are we giving to our kids? I think right now we're $33 trillion in debt and rising, and nobody's talking about stopping it. We can't pay it off in our lifetime, their lifetime, or the grandkids' uh, kids lifetime. It's just not going to happen. What I'm saying is, is that that piece of paper that they're dangling in front of you, we got to work for this dollar bill. We don't have many of them, and we're 33 trillion of them in debt. I'm saying they're worthless, and these are just pieces of a chain that they've got shackled to your ankle and control you with. It's not real. For the longest time in our country, a dollar bill was a silver certificate, which technically meant that you could get a piece of silver in exchange for that dollar bill. It had a value. And then somewhere along the line, I forgot when it happened. I think it happened during the Johnson administration. It might have even been Nixon. I don't know. But they decided to go with uh, Federal Reserve notes as opposed to silver certificates. Mm -hmm. And a Federal Reserve note is nothing more than an IOU. That's it. It's an IOU. Uh, we're, you're, you're trusting in the good faith of the country that will support the, the, uh, the, the, the worth of this dollar bill. This, Like Bill said, this piece of paper. But essentially right now, because they've got so much of it out there, it is it has become essentially worthless. It's devalued. If we're not in a depression soon, we sure as heck are going to be in a full-fledged recession soon. Well, we probably are, and they just haven't told us yet. Until they tell us, yeah, uh, everything is okay. They're telling us everything is okay. Well, you look at the price of gas, the price of food, the fact that there's not enough food on the shelves for everyone. They're telling us all kinds of things. But you know what, friends? Besides, despite all of that, we're good. We're good. But don't, Smile. Biden's know, made everything perfect. Misery loves company, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, we've been seeing all these things happening, strange things in our country. But uh, officers from West Midlands Police, this is in England, uh, had approached Isabel Vaughn Spruce last year and arrested her outside a closed abortion clinic for the crime of praying. In December, she was found not guilty. For what crime, you ask, for, for the crime of praying silently on a sidewalk in front of this closed abortion clinic. And uh, so if you think that craziness is just uh, something that's happening here in the United States, you're just not hearing about the craziness that is happening in England, Australia, New Zealand, France, Germany, all around the world. They're, the, the woke left worldwide is doing their best to destabilize our entire civilized planet. And they're doing a pretty decent job right now. I mean, can you imagine she goes in front of a clinic, Bill, and, and she's saying quietly a prayer. And these policemen come up and, and put her in handcuffs and escort her away. Now, why would they do that? I mean, you know, are, are the police all bad? No. Uh, no. I think they get instructions. You know, it's a paramilitary operation, the police force. 
They get instructions. Somebody up above says, if you see anybody standing outside of a clinic, no matter when it is, no matter what time of day, whether it's open or closed, and they're doing something out of the ordinary, arrest them. And somebody looks at this woman who's standing in front of the clinic, and maybe she's got a Bible in one hand, and she's she's reading oh, quietly. Oh, there you go. That, that's very suspicious. You, you know, you could hurt somebody if you throw a Bible at them. Yeah, well, you know, she got off, thankfully, but she had to go through that whole stressful process. And uh, I don't know whether she got an apology from the police. No. Uh, she should have. Uh, but it's it's happening everywhere, folks. It's happening everywhere. In the meantime, do not take your attention off the border. No matter what they try to distract you with, please realize that we have a full-fledged, all-out invasion on our country and our government isn't protecting us. So what do you think is going to transpire uh, over the weekend? Because usually when we wrap up a podcast for Saturday uh, for the weekend, you know, we come in Monday going, didn't see that one coming over the weekend. Sometimes there's nothing, but it yeah. just feels like there's something out there. That's a good that's question, going to Bill. R- rare its head. That's a good question. I, I, I think uh, any number of things can happen. I do think that there's... A major crisis looming on the horizon that we don't know about, but mm-hmm. they want to distract us. They want to take our attention away from the border and from Biden, the two right. Bs. And I, I so they're, they're going to do that with a major distraction. Where and what it is, I, I, I'm not really sure. What do you think? I, I don't know. You said the two Bs. You know, let's hope it's not the three Bs because then what would be the other B that would go into the border Biden and what, bombs? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? You still, you know, the thing that you used to like to bring up, the train with uh, all the ammonium nitrate? Yeah. That that still has never been resolved. Uh, The other train up north that had the rocket fuel, that hasn't been resolved. How about the F-35 jet? I was going to say yeah. the F-35 where, you know, the, the pilot ejected out of a perfectly good plane. Yeah, exactly. And we don't know where this plane is. Well, they say they got it in the de- the debris field, but they won't show you the debris field. They have it cordoned off and they have armed guards around it. Uh, and you don't see it. You see what they want you to see. Uh well, yeah, maybe it had something on board that uh, has already been picked up. Now let's go pick up our plane. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there, there's a lot. How about that plane? Mis- How about that plane that crashed uh, about three weeks ago? That one in Maryland uh, that came. Remember that it was a Saturday afternoon, and yeah. it it shot across uh, Maryland and went across D.C. and crashed in Virginia. Do we have we seen any debris field really from that? Have they? told us what happened no. with that, or did they just let it fade away? Like they Fades away. I, I'm looking at a scary-looking tank right now on my, my screen here. Apparently, Israel unveiled a new AI-powered uh, barrack tank, rock tank. Really? Barrack, B-A-R-A-K. Is it, is it totally unmanned? Totally unmanned. Hey, listen, that's where we're going. Unmanned battles. You mean, got nothing to lose but machines. You know? And it, yeah, it just tell they tell the tank what it wants, uh, the, what it needs to be on the lookout for. Yeah, and I guess it can go out there. So you're not losing life, but that tank is going to go out and take life. Unbelievable. We are scary. Yeah, w- there are so many stories that they're not following up on because our news media 
with with all due respect, is the only word you can say our news media sucks right now. <laughs> it really does. I mean, it wasn't the news media that I worked side by side with. I was in the broadcasting business, as was Bill. Uh, I was on the entertainment side. But on the other side of the glass were my friends in the news department, and they took pride in being neutral and being the first. You know, they used to have mottos like first, fast, factual, you know, you know, here, news happening now, things like that. You'd hear they were on top of the stories. Now they throw the term breaking news around when they're, when they're going into a commercial. I mean, it's just, it's embarrassing how they've minimized everything of importance in the media. You know, when they mm-hmm. used to show breaking news, everybody would stop what they're doing to see what was going on. Now when they show breaking news, it's like, uh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal because they've watered it down. It's not news anymore. No. Uh, yeah, you know, they would take pride in uh, in what they did, and the stories were legit. You know, we always tell ourselves, Bill, we're not going to have enough to talk about on a Saturday because it's, you know, like, and here it is. We're 57 minutes into the program. Uh, we always promise ourselves, look, it's supposed to be a shorter show because, you know, it's, a, it's an update program. It's not really one of our full episodes, and it always ends up being a full episode. It, mm. it, it's amazing. Um a reminder, if you want to, again, please, if you would take a moment and send us an email uh, from where you are, you know, listening mm-hmm. in uh, Los Angeles or wherever, uh, love the show, uh, keep up the good work. Uh, if you'd like to send us money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> send us your money. Yeah. It's not worth it. You know, there was a guy anyway. in New York. Maybe the guy in New York back in the late I guess it was the 60s. It was a, a soupy, soupy sales. sales. Yeah. And he, and he told the kids, I think, to go to their mom and dad's uh, dresser and uh, look for their, their wallets. <laughs> Take a $1 bill yeah. and you mail it to old soupy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, uh, that's about it. Bill, our email addresses uh, in case they want to uh, send us a little email. Mail at itsanotherday.com. There's uh, mail at jimandbill.com and jimandbill at mail.com. So, there you have it. And if you want to send us a, a voice message, you can call us at 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. You know, it's amazing. It happened to me again yesterday. I was getting gas in my in my car, and a car pulled up next to me. They looked really? over, and the lady said, aren't you the guy who has the partner who says, Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. Johnny Reese is a major league pitcher who always had a talent for striking people out. Teams fell over themselves trying to recruit the young man with the menacing fastball. But baseball isn't his only talent. He's also a major league hitman, a contract killer who likes his work. Reese does more than strike opponents out. He eliminates them altogether. Retired New York City detective Jack Kane has come to Pittsburgh to find a killer and squeeze play by Jim Harrington is the story about what happens when these two alpha males meet and go head to head. It's a great weekend read. Squeeze play from Dover and Blackstone Media LLC. It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com and many other great online book sites or Visit itsanotherday.com and click on our link at the top of the page. 
When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Squeeze Play is a Grand Slam.